Hey everybody, this is Molly Cook here with your latest edition of the Martin Report. Today I'm here with Jeff and Brian from DPW Forestry Branch. Thanks for coming, guys. Hey, nice to see no you. No problem. <laughs> so, what exactly does the Forestry Branch do? Well, we do, like the name states, we manage the forest, and we do it for um, to benefit the soldier. Army owns the land, so we, we conduct forest management to um, enhance and improve military training on a landscape level. So Fort Stewart being 279,000 acres and Hunter Field another 5,400. That's over a quarter of a million acres that we managed to create a, um, uh, again, a safe and realistic um, training environment for the troops. Third uh, Infantry Division, that type of uh, maneuver needs a lot of wide open country so they can, they can see, they can maneuver um, by thinning the forest, uh, thinning the timber, uh, and also by conducting prescribed burns, we're keeping that forest open and so they so they can conduct maneuvers and uh, some of that prescribed burning also uh, reduces hazardous fuels what we call hazardous fuels that's just the forest vegetation so when we do have wildfires it's not a matter of if it's when um, we're, we're having them on, on our own conditions and uh, and on our own terms and um, uh, we, we also build uh, logging roads and forest roads we maintain them and the soldiers get the benefit of being able to use those so that's a secondary benefit we generate our own income uh, through these timber revenues, so so these these t- timber sales um, get provided to the outside commercial timber markets. So it's just our local loggers in our region that get to bid and on this timber, buy this timber, and then sell it to a, a sawmill or a pulp mill. So we're really actually um, helping the local economy by doing this as well. So a lot of folks benefit. Um, also, uh, there, we have a, quite a few threatened and endangered species on Fort Stewart. And by federal law, uh, the Army, just like anyone else, has to abide by the uh, um, Endangered Species Act. So the, the type of work that we do also manipulates the ecosystem and the habitat of not only these endangered species, but also all game animals and or all wildlife, including game animals. So it's good for the hunters. So, um, but one important thing is by, uh, uh, I guess, improving um, threatened and endangered species habitat, uh, we're also helping to remove training restrictions from soldiers. So our sister branch, the Fish and Wildlife Branch, does a lot of wonderful work with uh, red-cockaded woodpecker and some of the other endangered species out here. And we've been able to actually recover the Fort Stewart population of the red-cockaded woodpecker, or RCW, and um, that has removed training restrictions for soldiers. So again, forest management, Everything we do here on Fort Stewart is to benefit the training mission, um, as well as threatened and endangered species habitat, the longleaf pine wiregrass ecosystem. It's very imperiled. There's only about 3% of that left, what was historically here nationwide, which it used to extend from Texas to Virginia. Um, Fort Stewart actually has the largest longleaf pine forest in the state of Georgia. Wow. So we... um, we're, we're very proud with, uh, of all the folks that we have working uh, for us and with us at Forestry. Uh, everybody's very dedicated and very passionate about what they do, and, and everybody knows why we're here, and that's to support the soldier. That's fantastic. So you mentioned controlled burning earlier um, or prescribed burns. Can you tell us a little bit about when the next prescribed burn is going to happen? Yes, the, the next prescribed burn... Um, we'll start. We'll actually start prescribed burning December 1st, and that'll go through June 30th. 
Um, we'll start with our ranges typically in December, January during the holiday shutdown. We'll try to fireproof those ranges first while, you know, the soldiers are on vacation for the holiday season. Um, so we'll be burning the entire time that they're, that they're gone. And we normally burn about 44,000 acres of ranges every year. So when the soldiers are out training and they're shooting, you know, tracers or whatnot, that the, the wildfire risk is drastically reduced. Um, we'll also respond to wildfires, you know, throughout the entire year. Um, starting in growing season, we'll kind of focus on the endangered species like Jeff had just mentioned. Um, we'll start hitting a lot of maneuver areas and we'll focus on opening those areas up as well. Great. So um, what can somebody expect to see during a controlled burn? I know when I first came to Fort Stewart and uh, experienced my very first controlled burn, I thought the whole place was on fire. That is clearly, it, I guess it is kind of the case, but also not the case. So what can folks around the area expect during those periods of time? Uh, most of the time, they're just going to see smoke and the smoke's our, our, our biggest uh, impact, I guess, um, on the for- on on Fort Stewart. Um, so we try to plan plan very much on trying to get the smoke away from you know populated areas. But sometimes the wind switches. You know, we're not we're I guess part time meteorologists trying to predict the weather, but we try to make sure the smoke's going to go go where it needs to, and you know, accomplish the goal of the burn. Obviously, it's a controlled burn, so we have it under control. We know where it's going to be, and like Jeff said, we do it on our terms. So the weather plays a major factor in that. Um, so yeah, if you just see smoke on the road, just slow down. We'll have controlled burn signs out along the road. Um, and so just, just please pay attention. Perfect. Um, and then, uh, a lot of what forestry does, just from what you guys have described here today, clearly positively impacts the installation. Um, so can you describe just a little bit more into detail? As we're, as we're, you know, uh, forest management in itself, if it weren't even for, um, you know, managing, say, for the Army here or, or a training mission is just something that's healthy for the forest. Uh, you can see a lot of places that don't get proper forest management. You, you see things like devastating wildfires like what we've experienced this past summer in California. That's something that can certainly happen here, and we've had issues like that uh, when, when the weather was, you know, conducive for, for bad wildfires. Um, as well as if, if, if forests aren't properly thinned and managed, um, you have insect and disease outbreaks, uh, which can can destroy vast, vast acreages and, and just continue. And then not only have you act essentially set back a, an entire forest for generations, uh, you've also created a health concern um, for, for the rest of the forest. You've created extra fuel, I mentioned before. So now you have all this dead and down material on the ground that is um, a fire hazard for future wildfires much more difficult to control. And then again, you've lost that, that revenue stream. So once again, um, uh, this is all done for the soldier. And, and, and I, I guess I'd, I'd, one thing I didn't really mention is I, I said we generate revenue. And by law, by federal law, that revenue that is generated by Army forestry programs must go back to Army forestry programs. So the money is fenced. Uh, it can't be just used for, for building new barracks or repairing roads on post. Uh, it can only go back to Army forestry programs. So, so basically, the Army is getting large-scale landscape management at, um, at very low cost. Um, it's, 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 a, it's a good cost avoidance program. So, and again, having, having the largest uh, forestry program really uh, on the largest Army installation east of the Mississippi, uh, it's, it, it takes a lot of folks and a lot of effort to, to keep that keep that going. Well, this is a really great program. Um, and I, we all surely appreciate what you guys are doing. Um, if anybody has any questions or they want more information about the forestry branch, where can they go? They could go to, um, Fort Stewart's Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram. 
Um, we also have a website. Excellent. Well, thank you both so much for being here with me today. Uh, that is it for this week's edition of the Marn Report, and we will see you guys next time. Great. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs>